This is an Equity Beats Media podcast. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your barriers from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going? I'm very good, Bryce. I'm pumped for this episode because we've, we have unveiled, well, we found out who uh, one of the biggest characters in the Equity Mates universe is. We're not going to be unveiling him, but we can see him right now. <laughs> we can see him right now. And that's Specky McGee joining us in the Equity Mates studio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Happy birthday, Ren, and congrats on the superior stock of the year, Bryce. Thank you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, now Specky is joining us in the studio for the first time uh, for an extended bonus episode that we're doing And he's nervous about here. the length he's, of time. He's yeah. very <laughs> nervous about the length of time. This episode is going to be a really fun one, Ren. We are having a look at some of the big furfies that exist in the business and finance world, all thanks to furfies and playing a bit of a game here. That's it. That's it. There are some unbelievable stories in the world of finance and investing, uh, some unbelievable business stories that we have prepared uh, today. We've each come with three stories, two of which are furfies, unbelievable stories that you wouldn't believe had happened, but they are true. Yes. And then one tall tale, one that didn't actually happen. That's it. Telling a furphy is about as Australian as it gets. So we are going to crack a furphy. We're going to crack one, tell one furphy. It's unbelievable. Shall we crack in? Let's crack in. Uh, Shall we put Specky on the spot to begin with and ask, are there any unbelievable Speckies that have come across his desk recently? Yeah. Last time I was on, I mentioned, oh, sorry, I had a Fiverr guy. I hate a Fiverr guy. (laughs) Last time you came on, you outsourced your research. Mentioned seller. And at Bryce, I was telling you, seller networks up about four hundred percent since then. So yeah, but isn't the big story um, what I put a hefty fifty bucks in a while ago off the off the tip from you, um, Ibu Shinu, <laughs> Shibu Shibu Inu? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I I don't know how you came across that because I I didn't tell you about that. You def- definitely no, did. I didn't no, come across no. that myself. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. I think I told you about Dogecoin five years ago. Anyway, let's crack in, Ren. I'm going to kick off here. I've got two. Furphy stories, otherwise known as stories that uh, can otherwise be uh, pretty unbelievable, but are true, and one story that is a tall tale, and it is up to you guys to tell me which is the tall tale. Sure. All right. We all know that typos can often lead to some awkward situations. Yeah. <laughs> Fat finger syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So at first glance, a mobile phone company's advertisement over in the States looked just like any other mobile phone ad that you might find on a billboard. But on closer inspection, it seemed that something was a little off. It read, unlimited massages, minutes, and data on our $40 monthly plan. What was a typo? It was supposed to have read messages, turned out to be a successful publicity stunt. The company summoned the assistance of hundreds of masseurs and offered free massages to everyone who walked by the billboard. That's oh, pretty good. Wow. So it did have a happy ending. That's story. <laughs> <laughs> that is story number one. Okay. 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 Story number two. Good story, yeah. 
Uh, I was pretty interested in trying to find the worst ever investor. Outside, out of this room. Outside of this yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, outside of this room, Specky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this guy couldn't have been more unlucky. There was a survey for the unluckiest investor in the world and they got a bunch of stories together and this guy's one came through. It's pretty fascinating. His name... Um, is Bob, although I'm pretty sure that the survey just kept it as Bob. Bob made his first investment in the beginning of 1973, right before a 48% crash for the S&P 500. Bob then hold, held onto those stocks after the drop, saving a total of $46,000 and not getting much uh, gumption to commit more savings until September 1987, right before a 34% crash. Bob then continued to hold tight, making only two more investments before he retired, both of which were right before the 2000 dot-com crash and then one right before the 2007 uh, GFC. However, Bob uh, held on for 42 years and he actually made some money. His lesson was he never sold any stocks. Wow, long-term investing. Long-term investing. He actually turned a profit of nine hundred and eighty thousand after investing one hundred and eighty-four thousand. I don't think that can be the world's worst investor. The world's worst investor would <laughs> yeah. definitely have gone to zero. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a very good point. Yeah. And story number three. There's some pretty big stories coming out of Silicon Valley, and we all know how much uh, some of these tech companies love to party. And this one came across my desk. Can you guess the company? Uh, it was a five-day party for 4,800 staff. They rented out five hotels in Las Vegas, the Flamingo, Planet Hollywood, Paris. They flew in staff from all around the world. They gave out free T-shirts, water bottles, visa cards loaded with cash. They had special wristbands for events. Event locations were marked with uh, X for um, secrecy. This is not the first time they've had big events. They had events in Tahoe, Miami, but it was pretty incredible. Phones weren't allowed. And to cap it off on one of the nights, they had Beyonce uh, give a private Sheesh. performance. Uh, and a side note to this story was that uh, Beyonce didn't take the $6 million in cash that she was offered. She took $6 million in stock. And uh, pretty epic party. Went five days, cost $15 million. Wow. Maybe it's one of Jay-Z's. Uh, companies. Maybe Bryce is just planning the Equity Mate Series A party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, a recap we had the marketing campaign by a mobile company that instead of giving unlimited messages, it gave unlimited massages. We had the unluckiest investor in the world, Bob, invest before all of the market crashes. And then we had the five day 4,800 staff party costing 15 million. Two were furfies, one was a tall tale. Do we guess the company that had the party? Yeah, if you want. Is that part of the game? Yeah, we also got to guess what the tall tale is. But if you reckon you think it's a furphy and you think it's true, guess the company as well. I know. No. <laughs> Take that out. Take that out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be like Uber or like. Okay. Yeah, it's Uber. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually knew the story. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's in. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> It's in Super Pumped. The book yeah. about Uber. Good book. Yeah. That's Great a book. furphy. All right, book. so that is a furphy. Unbelievably true. They Got did it. get Beyonce. Yeah, and she and did, she take, did stock. take six million in yeah. stock. Damn. So that leaves Bob, the world's unluckiest investor, and free um, masseuses. The free masseuses instead of messages. What do you reckon, Specky? Um. 
Masseuse. Masseuse, yeah, it sounds sounds made up to me. Okay, I'm gonna I'll take the other side of that. I reckon it's the unluckiest investor, just because I reckon you butchered yeah. the story. <laughs> Although part of me when Bryce was telling the story, I thought it was uh, uh furfy. I thought it was a true story because he used the word gumption. And I just think he had copied and pasted it from some website because Bryce would never <laughs> use that word. He's, so I'm a little bit in two minds. Yeah. Uh, but I'll take the other side of it if you reckon masseuses is. The I reckon, tale. yeah. That, yeah, masseuse. The other furphy, unbelievably true, was the unlimited massages. And the tall oh. tale was Bob, the unluckiest investor in the <laughs> world. So you used the word gumption. I mean, no, it, um, it was another tall tale. It was. It was a tall tale I found online oh, okay. that I did copy and paste. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you copied the made-up story. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't make one up yourself. Wow. Yeah. I guess if you're going to make up a name, you'd go with Bob. What happened if you did do what Bob do is actually true. If you had invested in front of all of those market crashes with what he did, you would have made 980000 but it just – it's a case study. Yeah, it didn't yeah, really yeah. The, yeah. Invest at the very worst time, hold for the long term, you'll still make money. Exactly. Sounds like yeah. something we should have put in our book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next? Yeah. Speaking so that one was um, the first of our Furphy Unbelievable Crack One Tell One. Are you next? Amazing. Yeah, really good work there, Brick. Uh, and congrats, Ren, on the win. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Okay. All right, first one is, so the the first major investor in Facebook who you guys may know of, Peter Till, he made over $1 billion from his original $250,000 investment uh, by selling his Facebook shares. So that's a 200,000% return. That is an unbelievable return. But Facebook is a $800 billion company. Nice. Okay. Good point. Okay, moving on to the next one. So MIT students found out that by buying $600,000 worth of lottery tickets from Massachusetts cash win-all lottery, they could get a 10 to 15% return on investment. In five years, they managed to gain $8 million out of the lottery through that method. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're t- we've got some big returns here. <laughs> we do. <laughs> some <laughs> unbelievable returns. <laughs> unbelievable returns. Any, any other thoughts about that? Gaming the lottery? I'll leave my thoughts till the okay, third. Okay, sure. Yeah. All right. Okay, last one. So in 1994, former Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan decided to invest $100,000 in local Seattle companies. Okay? You like where this is going. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he invested in a chain of uh, coffee shops, a software company, and an online bookseller. Okay, I okay. see. Where this is, going. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he invested in Starbucks, Microsoft, and Amazon, all in 1994. So, okay, yeah, that's the end of the story. So, like, it's just like, <laughs> like what's the return? Isn't this a returns uh, one? <laughs> I didn't calculate the return on that one, but um, oh, but you know, it's a it's an interesting story. <laughs> am I not? Am I wrong? <laughs> the bassist of Guns and Roses. <laughs> Okay. Happens so. to get like the holy trilogy of company trinity of companies here. <laughs> yeah. Starbucks, Amazon, yeah. and, and Microsoft. 
Uh, all Microsoft. in 94. All yeah. in 94. They are, they are all Seattle companies. Yeah. Amazon wasn't public in 94. Yeah. The, I don't know when Starbucks went public. Microsoft, pro, yeah, it would have been public. And so you're asking us which of those two are Okay, the- so two are furfies, yep. you know, in, two incredible return furfies, and one is a <laughs> false incredible return. <laughs> okay, well- You need to figure out which is false. Uh, what are you thinking, Bryce? I thought, and I'm pretty, and I read this quite recently- that Teal actually put 500K in for 10% of Facebook. Okay. You said 250. You have to remember that Specky McGee's uh, research is always top notch, that's what, but that's, that, does, that won't make the story untrue. Yeah, exactly. So the story, I think, which is the overall story being Teal invested and made a heap of cash, that's definitely true. That's a furphy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. Mm. So that leaves it leaves uh, the Massachusetts lottery f- finding a way to get 15 to 20 percent, like guaranteed, yeah, forever, yeah. Which and, they, is and they made strange. eight point three million, eight yeah. million, um, eight million, and then over the other five one years is pretty the, good. The guitarist, the bassist from Guns N' Roses, invested in Starbucks, Microsoft, and so, Amazon all in the same year <laughs> so because the thing, they were just in Seattle. The, the thing with the eight million return, <laughs> if they're saying it's a ten to fifteen yeah. percent over five years, they would have needed to have put like tens of millions in. Well, they put in um, six hundred. Well, it says they put in six hundred k, but that's not a yeah, return that, of ten. 10% each year. Yeah, okay. Well, so you might have signed so, uh, uh, it. How, how many years was it? Five, five years. So, yeah. Let's yeah, use. I guess if you get like 20, 20% in year you're, one, you're you turn 600K. K, you get, what, 120K I mean, off that. Yeah, it's probably yeah, close compound, actually. Compound, yeah. yeah. Better compound Look, it. Uh, um, all right. Well, I, I'm going that as the tall tale. The tall tale. Okay. So you're going the uh, MIT students tall yeah. tale. And Ren? <sighs> I... Part of me thinks the fact that uh, Specky had uh, returns calculated for two of them, or he found returns for two of them and didn't have a return for the third one, makes me think that yeah. he does love Guns and Roses. That's though. the tall um, tale. I do love Axel Rose. Yes. Yeah. I have heard some story about. It might be that story. It might be something else about someone just getting incredibly lucky about where they invested. Uh, in some of those companies, but I'm going to say that that's the furphy. I'm going to say that the three Seattle companies is the tall tale and the Massachusetts is the furphy. Okay, you're actually both wrong, but in another way, Lesky <laughs> is incredibly right. Oh, the teal one is the, the teal tall was tale. made so up, but it was actually 500 it was instead 500K. of 250. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, that's pretty impressive. Oh, what? So, so all you did was change yeah. the number, but all yeah. of the stories at their core actually happened. Yeah, actually happened. Yeah. Uh, fair call. Fair yeah. call. I, I knew that. I said that. That's pretty I said good. Called it straight away. Damn it. Uh, yeah. well, I and I just put, yeah. Well, it's because previous due diligence that when you've come on this show has been pretty it's low been key. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, nice one, Specky. Good furphy. Unbelievable. Ran your time to crack one and tell one. Okay. What do we got? So I got three stories. Uh, the first one is called Two Tech Billionaires Go to War. Okay. Uh, this is the story of two American tech billionaires and the lengths they went to steal the limelight from each other. At one of their company's uh, conferences, the rival billionaire paid for a fake protest complete with picket signs, people chanting, and a fake TV crew even. And then at another of the company's conferences, the rival billionaire booked the entire taxi fleet, every taxi from the closest airport, put in each of those taxis, put one of his employees. And as a conference attendees were going to the conference, he had the employees pitch them 
on their software rather than the rivals. That's wow. Nice. How about that? Pretty good. Okay. Mm. Said with two. conviction, which scares me. <laughs> Story number two, I've called the longest mile. Uh, in the early 2000s, uh, an American company was facing mounting healthcare costs and wanted to do something about it. Uh, they'd done a variety of different fitness and diet-based challenges. Specky McGee is just coming off a big step timber, so he knows all about that. <laughs> yeah, step it up. Uh, but nothing seemed to work. So the CEO decided they needed to do something radical. He mandated that all full-time and part-time employees would have to run a half marathon and that the company would hold mandatory training sessions to get people fit during the workday. So it was like a work-mandated activity. Six weeks into the mandatory training, Almost a dozen employees of the company had sacked it, had quit, and three had been rushed to hospital, causing the board to step in and sack the CEO and kill the program. Okay. That's number two. Wow. The longest okay. They're going to say kill the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a big tale. <laughs> okay. Story number three I've called uh, unnatural selection. Okay. <laughs> Uh, in the 1980s, an entrepreneur had what may go down as the strangest, most controversial business idea of all time. He called it the repository for germinal choice. And basically it was a sperm bank that only accepted sperm donations from people who they considered extraordinary. They had donations from Nobel Prize winners, from, you know, geniuses in IQ tests and also from gifted athletes. In 19 years that this company operated, the sperm bank claimed to have produced 229 children before it was shut down amidst criticism and uh, comparisons to eugenics. Mm. So two tech billionaires go to war, the longest mile and unnatural selection. Two are furfies and one's a tall tale. Nice. Great stories. Yeah. Well, well, well read. Riveting, actually. Like, <laughs> did you? So, Speaking. can I? Yeah. Can I ask the tall tale? Did you fabricate this or did you come up with this? The tall yourself? tale, I'm completely made up. That's impressive. <laughs> I'm going to say because none of them really jumped out. Oh, they're all pretty absurd, actually. Okay. So, what, what do I think the tall tale is? You know, the sperm bake thing, you, you just know. There's a few people crazy enough in the US that would probably do something like that. So I think that's that's a furphy. The the tech rivalry that's conceivable to me too. I think the compulsory half and full marathon <laughs> tall tale because <laughs> look, let me tell you, marathons oh, I'm are tough. Marathon. I'm doing a marathon. <laughs> 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 so that's what I'm going for. I actually am in complete agreement with that. Specky, um, I think that despite the great delivery of the marathon and I can see it trying, people trying to implement it, it would just make such headlines if a company comes out and tries to make people run half marathons. Okay. Um, Curious that you think that would make headlines, but a sperm bank uh, that operates like that for 19 years wouldn't. What was it? What or, was it? or the uh, people doing like fake protests outside well, of conference. I will confess I've seen the fake protest one. 
Yeah, that oh, rings a bell. I know that's a real story. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I know that's a furphy. And it's uh, the Salesforce. <laughs> it's the Salesforce guy. I was going to. Specky McGee oh, was saying yeah, everyone yeah, knows yeah. that. I was going to say. Everyone knows that. No, no, no. Darcy, I, I, I know that story. I definitely heard that story. Who's the. Uh, so it's, See, the, the interesting thing is, though, Ren, Salesforce is, and Oracle, wasn't it? Close. The company was bought by Oracle. Siebel. That's not. That's bad. pretty, that's pretty that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the stories focus on. Uh, it, Benioff? Yeah, Mark Benioff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and f- kind of shy away from the second half of that story. No, no, no. But both of those things Benioff did. Oh, he did both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It was a rivalry, but it was pretty one-sided, I think. Benioff, yeah, gotcha. Benioff has a, a he, not a checkered pass, but he goes hard, including yeah. uh, he the person who he started working for, whose name I can't remember now. I can't remember who it was, but then he had a massive rivalry with him as well. Yeah, Actually, yeah, it okay. might have been Ellison. I think he started at yeah, Oracle under like Ellison that's right. and then it now has a massive rivalry with and him. And the sperm one I feel like would have been like in the 50s or something. I said in the thing, 1980s. I, oh, there you go. I wasn't really listening. And operated for 19 years. Okay. Yeah, it could have been very low-key though and flown under the radar. Yeah. yeah. Like you didn't say it produced many children. In terms of headlines, well, I wasn't around yeah. for those headlines. So that's why I guess like. Fair, yeah. fair. Okay. Well, I feel like you guys are both locked into your answers and you're right. Nice. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> nice. Nice. Cool. Well, good stories though. Good delivery. Good Thanks. stories. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode today, Specky. Thank you for joining us IRL in the studio. It's been great. Yep. Cheers, Bryce. Cheers, Ren. Uh, great to be here. And I uh, just want to give a shout out to. <laughs> yes. Here we go. My, your mom. My kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to um, Footpaths for keeping me off the streets. <laughs> That's the first thing. And secondly, shout out to the community of Specky McGeezers uh, out there that are supporting me on a unnamed platform, which I'm not. <laughs> Yes, you're not allowed to leverage our platform to grow your own side platform. But, yes, there yeah. are some Specky McGeezers out there. Thank you for keeping Specky entertained. Yeah, but really shout out to the football. <laughs> but, look, yeah. it's um, it's been fun. Thanks for coming on. Ran stories well told. Um, just a reminder that if you are looking to crack one and tell one with your mates, make sure you check out Furphy. It's unbelievable, and there is no better way to tell a furphy than with a furphy. Mm. Ren, we'll pick it up next week. Sounds good. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Equity Mates. We love hearing from you, so drop us a line at contact at equitymates.com, or even better, go to your podcast player and leave a five-star review. Also, a reminder that the Equity Mates content train doesn't stop when you've run out of episodes to binge. We've got a brand new website, a Facebook discussion group. We're on Instagram, YouTube, and slowly making our way as an influencer on TikTok. Well, that's Ren. So uh, come and say hello and join the community. We'd love to welcome you. Until next time. Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Meets Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast or video.
For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website, where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.